the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God loves San Diego. This is AM 1210 K-Praise. KPRZ San Marcos Poway. A service of Salem Media Group. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey, hey, how you doing? We're so glad you're here with us today on Come Together San Diego. Welcome to the show. You know, this move of God that we're experiencing in San Diego right now is actually uh, fostering in uh, people within San Diego in unusual contexts. Uh, one includes the millennials which many people may not have even thought about or talked about. Worship people, prayer people, pastor people, evangelistic people all over the place are involved in San Diego County in a way maybe like never before. I'm excited to share this with you in these segments in Come Together San Diego, but I want to introduce my guest host for this uh, first hour. His name is James Teak II. Hey, James. (laughs) Yes, thank you. What are the joy and privilege to be a part of unity in the community and very thankful that we can come together in San Diego and really speak about this move of yes. God that's happening amongst the, what sometimes people call millennials. Yeah, exactly. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well, but let me tell you a little bit briefly about Jim and then we have to take care of a little business before we get into the millennial conversation. But uh, Jim is uh, tied to an organization called uh, Team USA Real Estate. He's a real estate broker and he is is the head of the uh, the James Company. And when I looked into the things you're doing, not only as a as a corporation, but as an five hundred one c three as well, you've got things all over the place. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And in the next segment, we're going to bring in some other guests that know a lot of things about millennials, and we'll kind of merge all this stuff together. So, Jim, I'm excited to be with you here, but I got need to take care of a little business first. And I know you know I invite you to do color commentary as we go through the business as well. One of the things that we wanted to do, Jim, in, in the beginning of the show is we bring things up that are going on throughout the county and even a little bit northward in Orange County and L.A. and things like that. Excellent. So our listeners have an opportunity to know, you know, what God is doing here isn't in a, in a corner somewhere. Okay. It's, it's a, 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 a regional thing, and it's also a countywide thing, but it's also a national thing and also an international thing. It's, it's, it's wonderful for what God is doing. So let me, I want to introduce someone to you, my listening friends, who uh, I asked to call in because there's a, a venue coming on in the uh, Orange County area, and it's called uh, the, um, on May 4th, it's called the Orange County Every Man's Bible Workshop. Uh, Jason, are you there? Jason Martinkus. Hi, Kev. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's it's a pleasure. Now, Lisa uh, Voy- Voyen is a... Uh, the director of communications up there at New Life Ministries, and you have been given the task of giving a 60-second overview about what's going on in Orange County on May 4th. So, Jason uh, Martinkus, have a, ha- you have it. your way. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I um, I get the privilege of teaching Every Man's Battle workshops, and um, that that is born out of my story having struggle with uh, pornography and uh, multiple affairs and sexual addiction. You're, you're are you are you moving around, uh, Jason? Because you're coming in and out. Uh, oh no, I'm you. sitting still. Okay, there you go. Go for it. Okay. I was saying that I, I struggled with sexual integrity issues, pornography and multiple affairs, things like that. And uh, out of that recovery, by the grace of God, I had the privilege of teaching the Everyman's Battle Workshops. And can you still hear me, Ken? Yes, indeed. Okay, good. Yeah, the workshops are a three-day weekend. Uh, men 18 to 85 years old who struggle with sexual integrity issues, whether that's a one-off affair or a lifetime of struggle. And in that weekend, we give guys an intensive look at what drives this, what it's about, how to restore the relationship with God and other men, and we send them out with a plan for freedom and hope. Yes, and this is in Orange County, correct? Orange <clears throat> County, May 4th through 6th, you got it. And give uh, us a website, uh, it would be great, Jason. Yeah, you can go to newlife.com, or you can call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Very good. Newlife.com, or 1-800-NEW-LIFE. New Life, you got it. Jason uh, Martinkus, thank you for joining us, and sorry about the brief time for the workshop, uh, but we wanted to give you a, a little opportunity to uh, lay it on us. That's great. Thank you. Anybody that's looking for hope and help with sexual integrity issues, come <laughs> see us. Thank you, Jason. While we're not quite done, my listening friend, one more piece of business before we jump into millennial themes. And, uh, you know, the, the May 3rd is the National Day of Prayer, and there are people all over San Diego County that are doing stuff. I wanted to introduce you to Pastor Frank Keeler, and he's be doing something up in the North County area. Frank, are you with us? Yes, I am, Kaz. Give give us an overview of what's going on in North County, because these National Day of Prayer things are going all over the county, and we love it. Yes, uh, I just checked the website. We have 25 events uh, for San Diego <laughs> County, and uh, the one that we have here in Vista, we've been doing for, we think, like 12 to 14 years. We have about... 15 churches involved, and it's essentially we answer the call to prayer. And I think that if you talk to most believers, they're, it's pretty disheartening the way the society is trying to push prayer and the Bible out. Yes. Well, this is the one opportunity where the government says, this is your national day of prayer, and I think we should take advantage, full advantage of that. And so what we have going on in Vista is we have a service that's about an hour and a half. It's all about prayer, the prayer targets that you'll find on the Day of Prayer website. Are, we, we just assign a different pastor to pray for all of those. We we mix in worship. We have proclamations from the city of Vista. Yes. Uh, we're blessed that uh, they all, the, we always have council city council representatives there. And then we read the presidential yes. proclamation and the state proclamation for prayer, and then we pray. And the purpose, quite simply, is just to change history. Because when I read the Bible, people pray, and history changes. And exactly. that's what our goal is. Would you, would you like to give us a website quickly or a, a contact information, Pastor Frank Keeler? Yes. Um, we have a, a, a Facebook page, facebook.com backslash N-D-O-P Vista backslash, or people can reach me at the church office here at Lifeway Baptist Church, 760-724-2280. And let, let's or, just say Lifeway Baptist Church, and if they uh, Google that, they can find a phone number and then... Uh, contact you that way. And my listening friend, one of the things you need to know that there are things going on all over the county for the May 3rd uh, uh, National Day of Prayer. In fact, in the East County, now uh, Frank is in North County, in East County there's a uh, th- there's a prayer 
breakfast uh, called a, May- a mayor's prayer breakfast going on there as well. You can find out more by Googling that as well. So I just want you to know that God's on the move in San Diego County. And Pastor Frank, thank you for joining us for this bre- brief blurb. We appreciate that. Thank you, Kaz. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Hey, James. Yes, sir. We are all by ourselves now. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's watching and listening, hopefully. Yes. Well, now, give me uh, the brief rundown about uh, Jim Teak. I've known you for many years, and then we'll launch into the millennial theme. Kaz have about 15 different businesses and (laughs) two nonprofits over the last 30, 40 years, besides real estate being the basis of everything. Because if you've heard the expression, cash is king, land is sovereign. Yes. And without the land being sanctified, you really can't do much for the people. Yes. So I get the opportunity to work with the king of kings, which is governors, and lord of lords, landlords. (laughs) So the beauty of what's happening in this particular region, everything's coming into the marketplace now. And we speak of millennials, but I refer to them as creatives. Yes. Because they find themselves in this spinning millennial, trying to figure out, caught between two middles, caught between two ends, trying to figure out what's really true. And they come to find out that within them, there's that creative idea that comes forth. Yes. And that's what we bring to the market. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I've seen is that a lot of times in the old school, the way we do church is you, you've got the church things going on and they don't pay too much attention to what's going on ex- extraneously what God is doing in these days he's bringing it all together exactly and we're going to spend a lot of time in the remainder of this hour talking about that what it looks like what it sounds like what it feels like so you know I I I want I know you have a guest that you want to bring on for the remainder of the of the time as well who really has his thumb on the pulse of what God's doing through the millennials and beyond in businesses and so forth he does very much so. so and I will remind us that Jesus Christ was a marketplace minister. <laughs> well, my friend, I think you got a taste of what we're going to be doing in the next segment. So uh, buckle up. We're going to be talking about the value of millennials and how God is blending millennials together with uh, other pastors and leaders and, and other people as well. And he's doing this wonderful cacophony of his body of, in the body of Christ. Amen. We're going to talk more about that. And I think it's going to open your eyes. So thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. And we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And welcome back. Co-host Jim Teak is with me. And we're going to be opening the door to millennials in one way or another, I think, uh, spiritually and uh, literally, as uh, San Diego has, the Holy Spirit has his way in San Diego County. Jim, I know that uh, uh, you've had a heart for millennials, you've had a heart for ministry, and you're a, a real estate guru as well. I mean, you know, put all those things together is pretty amazing. Again, it's a joy and privilege to be with you, Kaz, who I continue be thankful for being a catalyst, being a connector, and one that can communicate God's heart and help us bring our hearts together to the table. You know, we're talking about the subject of millennials, and you have a person in mind, you've had a person in mind that you wanted to bring on the show ever since we began talking about it. Why don't you introduce our guest, and I'll do color commentary. Okay, this is Jeremy Lamont, a good friend of mine now. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, Kaz. How are you? And with Godspeed. We were talking about... Now, Godspeed is a publishing company? Yes. Yes. What's beautiful about it, if you took 
the word Godspeed. It goes back to the wars, World War I and II, where we would bless each other to go into the battlefield, go into the war, go into the chaos, whatever it was, with Godspeed and be successful. That's good. I like it. And uh, Jeremy, I, it's good to have you as well, but the whole Godspeed thing, uh, I mean, obviously the double entendre, but oh, how did um, the millennial theme get into this? I mean, you've been doing, you've been doing publishing. Yes. But also the millennial components. Uh, tie all the strings together here so we can understand. And Jim, have your way with, with Jeremy. <laughs> I spent, I spent uh, 28 years working in special events producing for you know, fortune companies and celebrities and political figures and things. Um, and one day along the road, I asked God to take over my life, and he specifically said I was going to publish a digital magazine. But it was 2012, and I was completely unaware of what a digital magazine was uh, fast forward till now, it essentially has become oh, yes. his outlaid will that we create a bridge for the body of Christ. At first, I had no idea what he meant, but he kept saying we have to focus specifically on God in action. And that became things like the largest mission trip in the history of the world, the largest prayer gathering in the history of the world, uh, unique moments of our president with uh, calling all the evangelicals together that were no press allowed and the reason I'm saying these stories is because I didn't find any of them. They found me, yes. and God told me this is what would be in the magazine, but I couldn't figure out how I could possibly find these things where I had no influence or contacts there. And they literally, the people that ran them would come to me personally and say, God told me I'm going to save a country in a day. And as I <laughs> tried not to laugh at Dominic Russo, who's a millennial who led three of the largest mission trips in the history of the world, yes, uh, <laughs> I, when he said that, I'm going to save a country in a day, I knew the reference to Isaiah 66, 8 but had no idea that he was about to actually do it. My, my. Well, we're going to talk more about that, but not only just the words, we want you to give us the, the flavor of what it looks like, what it feels like, and some uh, nuances that you've observed, and Jim, you as well, on, on, on this, and so that our listeners can get an understanding of what this is. A lot of times you say, we, not you individually, but we say words and they go, that's nice, but we wanted to strike home in the listeners so that they can understand what God is doing in the, in the area of millennials and millennials. You need to be patient with the, we, uh, pre, what would you call the, the, What would you call us? Yeah. What would you call mentors? Us? Mentors. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he said mentors to me, but with a microphone Gen- closed, he said mental. So <laughs> no, 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 no. Mentors. Mentors. Very good. Well, Mind molders. Exactly. And one of the things that I'm seeing is that it's not going to be a one generation kind of a thing. It's going to be a multi-generation activity that God is doing in here. All four generations. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Amen. And so give us an overview on what that looks like from your perspective as a publisher, Jeremy. Um, I think really the giant takeaway for me has been reshaping my own mind to realize that, and Jim coined this phrase, that millennials should probably be called the prodigy generation instead. Yes. Because when a kid walks up to you with a five o'clock shadow and a shaved in part and a faux hawk and skinny jeans and tells you he's going to save a country in a day, in our generation we go, what'd he take? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is his dad rich? Why does he think he can do that? And when that same kid that we dismissed leads the largest mission trip in the history of the world in Honduras in 2013 wow. and fills every stadium in the country and has the president make it a national holiday, it's time to start readjusting what we believe is millennial to maybe these guys have been given a different anointing that we are very specifically supposed to be sages to, mentors to, and help them come to releasing that yes. power rather than doubting 
that they have the ability to do it because I have to be honest, I'm the one that doubted them the most for a while. Well, understandable because sometimes we mentors, Jim, uh, have were set in our ways of things that have worked in the past and the world has changed and is changing, but also the Holy Spirit is the same, but he uses different tools uh, to do this. You know, I, 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 I like to look at what God is doing by the symbology of the, of the harvest that you had the, the, uh, um, Barley harvest, you had the wheat harvest, and the final harvest, the big harvest of everything coming together is the tabernacle harvest, and that's the whole, all the mechanisms used for the tab, har- harvesting the Feast of Tabernacle things are grapes and olives. You do not use the same kind of uh, devices to harvest those things. So this generation is using different devices to harvest all of the fields that are, be- that are, that are ripe. You want to talk a little bit about that, Jim? I yeah. do, and it's interesting that you just mentioned seeds and ideas. Yes. Because ideas from a creative mind are the seeds that we plant yes. in the marketplace, but you have to operate kingdom principles good. for Amen. them to come to fruition or Amen. success. Why don't you define kingdom principles uh, for our listeners? Exactly. All top 500 CEOs in this nation all operate biblical principles from the book of Proverbs. Explain. They do know that the wisdom of God is written in those verses. And many times, without telling anybody else, where they get their inspiration from is literally out of Solomon's wisdom. So where did you get this number? And is this something that you studied out or you just because of your knowledge of the business industry? I've studied it the last 40 years. Oh, my goodness. And so here's what I see happening, Jim and Jeremy. God is, he's, he's planting people in different places. And, and for a long time, you didn't know about these things. And all of a sudden, he's calling the harvesters. It's time to harvest now. And people are coming up from, you know, the yes. meter age, you know, and uh, millennials and younger than millennials. They're all coming together. And all of a sudden, we have this common denominator. He's called Jesus Christ Amen. and look out world. But listen, listen to me very carefully for what I'm about to say. You can't have fruit and you can't have a harvest until the individual flowers. And our job as mentors is to help these young ones, these creatives, come forth and flower and let them see who they truly are. Then you have a harvest. Very good. Very good. Jeremy, any thoughts on that? Amen. That is the truest thing ever. There's been so many experiences where I've tried to use what is my generation way of being sort of fatherly, pushy, title-oriented, those things, and immediately realized that the millennials around me who have helped me with Godspeed magazine are backing away. And so it's been a constant uh, reshaping process to say they're not looking for a uh, someone to tell them what to do. They're looking for someone to give them wisdom and equip them to literally unleash the prodigy that was built into their generation. Yes. So if you'll take a look at the James company, the jamescoco.org, you'll see this process, how the idea goes through innovation to success, but it's all about knowing the right people in the right place in the marketplace, and the inspiration is where these seeds release the creative power that God puts in us. If God is a creator, why wouldn't he give us our highest power as creativity, and he has? And you you used a very key word there that I want to bring into the conversation as well, and that is marketplace. You know, a lot of times in the old school mentality, it had to be generated to and through the church uh, and now God is, he's, he wants us to broaden, broaden, uh, the horizon. And, uh, so, you know, a lot of people talking about the seven mountains and things like that. You've got government and you've got education and, uh, you and also different age groups and things like that. It's time for all these things to merge together in Christ so that the world can be 
truly evangelized <laughs> in every facet of society. Any thoughts on that, Jeremy? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and, and this is definitely a Jim thing. He talks about the mountains <laughs> quite a bit. Okay, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why I get so excited yes, is yes. because what I saw <laughs> 40 years ago is finally happening. And that's the beauty of when God gives something to somebody with a prophetic gift, they have to steward that. Now, yes. having said that, these millennials now that realize that they're really the creative ones, when they're mentored properly, and they understand that there are certain guidelines that they need to follow to bring things to fruition. The beauty of all this is, like they'll see again at the James Company or jamesco.org, that whole process is already laid out there for them. They can take their ideas through innovation, through application to app globally in six hours. Explain that to me. Explain what you just said. You're going to have to go to the website. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of the things I can tell you just from a, a we call me a mentor. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. But it takes me a lot longer to click in sometimes on the things that are going on, the nuances that are going on in the world today, because my mind is in the old style. Well, I will invite you to come down and visit us at the WeWork <laughs> building downtown, 600 B Street on the third floor, and see these 300 plus geniuses that I work with. And they're all what age group? Probably 18 to 32. And what are they doing? They're doing digital data, marketing, everything with respect to making Mark Zuckerberg, what he did in his bedroom, leaving him in the dust. (laughs) You know, my friend, uh, the world is changing, but God is not only up to the task, but he's premeditated it since the beginning of time. He slowed down for (laughs) 6,000 years ago. He's speeding up now. Oh, I like it. I like it. We're going to talk more about this. Uh, uh, Jim Teak and and Jeremy Lamont, we're going to talk more about this in the upcoming segments because you know something, my listening friend, whether you are a millennial or you are a mentor, we're going to discover what your place is in God's big picture and then uh, what God wants to do is release you into it. We're going to talk more about what that looks like as we continue on Come Together San Diego. So don't go away. We'll be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. And thank you and good to have you back with us here on Come Together San Diego. You know, Jim... One of the scriptures that I really like, it really is germane to what we're talking about here, is found in Second Timothy chapter 2. The Apostle Paul tells the young apprentice Timothy, he says, to be strong in, in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the things that you heard of me, Paul, he, wants, he says, be witnesses and commit those to uh, other faithful men so that they may be able to teach these things also. It's kind of like passing the baton. Amen. And what God wants us to do as mentors, uh, the older generation, z, plural, uh, to actually mentor the younger people. But each time there's a mentoring going on, not only is there a deposit of new stuff, but the the mentors receive stuff from the younger generation as well. And each, you know, the Bible talks about every joint supplying. And that's what what is happening. The whole body is edified. So talk a little bit about this. You, you mentioned a term during the break called uh, sync culture as yes. a synchronization. Yes. So w- you and uh, Jeremy, who is the... The, uh, the way we met was through yeah. Leo Garcia, yes. who started a ministry on social media, Facebook to be exact, called Synced Culture, S-Y-N-C-E-D culture.org. Yes. And if you'll look that up, Leo, with the Spirit of God, learned how to connect globally 
people from all over the world in six hours. In six hours? Mm-hmm. My goodness. My goodness. You know, my wife and I were looking at a movie. It was, uh, it was about Julian Lassange, the, the guy who did the WikiLeaks, and it was an interesting story of him, uh, kind of an overview of his life. I had no clue about how globally in seconds – People could do these things, and they didn't need the, the giant size infrastructure that we think you need to do these monumental things. Uh, they just had the knowledge, and they had uh, a mechanism called the Internet to be able to do this. So speak a little bit more about this. And Jeremy Lamont, uh, publisher of God Speed, uh, you have insights on this as well. Go, Jim. We'll speak both back and forth on yes. this. Yes. How do you go globally? How do you go in the community even? How do you go regionally? How do you go statewide? It's simple, through Godspeed globally and St. Culture globally. Mm-hmm. And what happens when these two come together, you've got an actual visual magazine that you can hold in your hand if you want to download it or just go to it or get daily teachings 24-7, 365 from St. Culture. Yes, and in a matter of minutes instead of days, hours, months, and years. Exactly. Jeremy, any thoughts on this? Yeah, no, that's the whole beauty of it. And really for me, it's... God inserts the content. So ideally, we're responding to him and his message. And so in the same way, I love what Leo is doing on an individual scale. He tends to continue to send me things I never expect. We just had a gentleman who had a triple life sentence trying to kill himself the next morning and prayed to God for the first time in his life. And the next day, his prison sentence was lifted. Wow. And the funny part about that is he is on stage right now in Kentucky and wrote me two minutes before I got in here and said, pray for me, I'm going on stage. Oh, right. I said, pray for me, I'm going in with Kaz. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of people say, pray for me, I'm going in with Kaz. So we, we understand that. But, it, you know, it, it's, a, it's a marvel to behold what God is doing here. And, you know, the Bible talks about in the last days it will be a quick work. You wonder, you know, you scratch your head back in the day when you were reading this, go, how could it be a quick work when you see the advent of the Internet and and the younger generation, the millennial generation, and younger still, uh, how these guys can pick these things up. And it is instantaneous communication. It is. Adam and Eve had a choice between divine revelation or natural senses reasoning. They chose the tree of the information of knowledge of good and evil. Guess what? God says, you want information, you can have it. Many people think this last age, the information age, well, guess what? It's accelerated to the data age. Everything's down to data now. Yes. And because of that is how we communicate all those X's and zeros running in the background. How are we communicating with each other? If it's out of a pure heart, if it's out of a pure mind, if it's out of a mentored mind, somebody that understands what mountain or responsibility, what industry they're in, in the world, they're called to take back that mountain for the kingdom of God. Yes. Uh, Amen. Explain to me a little bit, Jeremy, what, you know, you're, you're hands on in the millennial age uh, how did the millennials look different from the, the mentors? And Jim, jump in as well. You know, it's a, it's a different mentality. Uh, it's a different look. I mean, you know, you mentioned, I think earlier, you talked about these guys with these radical haircuts and torn, torn pants and things like that. They can change the world in minutes because they have the relationship, uh, the knowledge of that, but they also have to have the relationship with God. So w- w- what do they look like? I feel like the biggest thing that they look like is a group that doesn't want to hear how it used to be done. 
mm-hmm. and they want to know why you're not doing what they can prove is working better. Yes, very that, good. I mean, really, if I tried to nail them, that would be where I would. They say have it the is. creative. They're going to be. They're going to run straight out of the church and say, "I just found five ways we can totally touch the community right now. We can reach the least, last, and lost. Why don't you do that?" Yes. Okay, Jim, I'm going to ask you to take on the mantle of the pastor in the church environment and how you have to change your way of thinking right. to adapt Hard. to what God is doing, including the millennials in this strategic uh, evangelical plan. Real simple. Are you ready? When I preach and teach in those Salah moments, that's when they get these creative ideas. Okay, so you're talking about the Word of God to the millennials inspires them. So you, as a mentor, you need to be very... Uh, focused on speaking the right words to these young people that will uh, ignite them. Basically. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So uh, how do you communicate this with other pastors that, you know, they're doing the standard operating procedure in, in a church environment? How do you communicate this message as one of them? Okay. It started today. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Change. Okay. Start today. Okay. So we're capturing these Salah moments and turning them into innovation and creativity that benefit all of mankind. They're not concerned about just their neighbor. They want to know how the globe is doing. Okay, so if I'm a pastor and I'm used to my old mindset, um, how, how do you think God is going to stir me to make that change? Well, if you start a youth group, they're going to take off running without you. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so it's important for pastors and leaders uh, in that environment to realize that they have tiger by the tail and they have, well, I don't know what, what the right really, analogy would be. It's, it's truly release them. The part that I didn't get for a long time is we're used to holding on to the yes. person we're mentoring and taking them through the steps. They want us to equip them yes. and let go. Trust me, I can do what you don't think I can do. Yes. And, yes. and it's a hard thing to get. That's really the biggest gap thing to let go and be able to let them run at prodigy speed yes. when we're going, you don't have the basis, you don't have the training, you don't have, well, how could you, how do you justify in our generations that you didn't get free till you got through all your proof? These That's guys right. want a bunch of equipping and they want to run out and prove to you that they can already do it. And the shocking part is they can. Let me, t- let me ask you about the delicate balance because I've had to deal with this as well. I mean, you, sometimes a young person, they don't have the depth that the, the mentoring generation does. So yeah. a lot of the things that they take and run with, they are not tried or they, they are not exactly scriptural. They're sort of scriptural-ish, but they, they're missing the mark on a few vital things. I mean, there are a lot of things that we teach and preach that probably are not, you know, they're not necessary. They're our own mentalities getting in the way. But there are some of the things that are really vital mm-hmm. that young people just need to know about. So there's the value of the mentoring and the, and the horizontal relationship with the, between the mentors mentors and the millennials, but uh, talk about that interaction that has to happen. Because a lot of times a young person, Jeremy, will just go, I got it and I'll go do it. But you, you right. know that they're in for right. a few mistakes because you, oh, yeah. let me show you my scars. Yeah. And my scars yeah. will help you not have those scars yourself. I, I call those borders and guidelines. Uh-huh. If you want your mind to work right, it's Romans 12. If you want your heart to work right, it's Romans 10. If you want your mouth, it's Romans 8. So if they'll understand that God gave us, in the Word of God, places of alignment, front-end alignments, to think straight, to give us borders and guidelines, including the Ten Commandments, they won't make as many mistakes. Yes, Jeremy, any thoughts on that? I I also agree with you in that um, the key is to give them an area where they can run completely and recognize that they really do want lots of information. So the strange part is, 
they don't want sort of a paternal, this is what you got to do, but they absolutely want, here's all the details of all the stuff that you would like to learn. Yeah. And it sounds like you said the same thing, but you didn't to them. Their ears pick up on like, I'm not taking your title. I won't accept your authority. I don't want, you know, they came up in this generation where Han Solo gets killed by his son. <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's where they came from. And the reality of that is they love information. They love scripture. They love the stuff that comes around them, that it strengthens them. But then you have to let them run it. Yes. But how do you know that the message has gotten through? That That's one of the challenges that I see in young people. Uh, they, You know, I, I have levels of discipline in a lot of different things. And I can I can also go f- flow freely with Holy Spirit. And, but the, my ability to flow freely in Holy Spirit is because of the disciplines that I've put in, in, in place in advance. Some of these young people, I don't see they've been willing to get the discipline so that they have uh, the uh, the ability to effectively run uh, ahead without making a bunch of mistakes. Exactly. And sometimes they might still have a little bit of rebellion left in them. <laughs> and if they do, that word discipline doesn't go over too well. But I remind them that we always need mentoring and they need synergy, yeah. which means they need to be accountable to a group. Sure. Exactly. Anytime they go off on themselves and go rogue, that's when they've got a problem. Yes. And I wasn't using the word discipline like, no, no. <laughs> I was using the word discipline. I discipline myself. You know, like a good soldier, Paul talks about, you, you buffet yourself as a good soldier so that you, so that you can hand, withstand the, the wiles of the right. enemy. And so a lot of these young people haven't really gotten to see the depth of what the enemy wants to do to destroy with this move that God is doing, not only in San Diego, but in this nation and in the world. And so a lot of times the millennial success must ride arm in arm with a, with a mentor that's been there and done that. So, it's, it's, so it, God's doing some amazing things in, in combination. And I find it's interesting is exactly what you said. I find that I'll let something go completely, take this and run with it. They'll start to go a bit of a wrong direction. I'll start giving them a bunch of wisdom from around the sides now. I used to tell them, oh, man, that, you know, would completely just come down. Then I realized that didn't work at all. And I started saying, okay, here's what I learned when I did that exact same thing. And here's the direction we're going. And then it's, oh, and they grab the ball again. And then it's exactly So it's, it's similar to what we know, but different. Well, I'm going to have to take a break here and bring you guys back because I think we're reaching a point where it's the crescendo and we can put um, summary onto this thing and our listening friends can can really get the message. You know, up next, we're going to take a look at the church body and how that's operating on all cylinders, uh, how it should operate on all cylinders according to God's plan. What does that look like? What part do uh, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, or the mentors and the millennials, what part do each one play? And it has to be in God's harmony, and we do it in God's harmony, look out world. And I think we're getting close to that stage. We're going to explore that a little bit more as Come Together San Diego continues, and we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise with Cass Taylor. And thank you very much. You know, Ephesians 4.16 describes a perfectly tuned body, and we're going to go there as we continue this segment with uh, Jim Teak of the James Company and uh, Jeremy Lamont of uh, Godspeed Publications. The scripture says uh, that we are to be the whole body fitly joined together. Bible says, compacted uh, in that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working of the measure of every part, makes increase of the body unto the edifying of itself 
in love, this edifying of itself in love. Love seems to be the real key there, but once love is engaged, then all these other mechanisms in the body of Christ can function together. You know, if you love me and I love you, millennial, if you love me and uh, if, if I love you and you see me as a mentor or whatever, the, a lot of the stuff that we have, uh, coarse edges against one another, they can be absolved because we have this love one for another. Exactly. So, Jim, you you know, you were talking uh, with Jeremy on this, and I want you to continue this conversation because young people and uh, mentors, uh, there needs to be a, a, a heart cry with the same focus. And, but Jeremy, as you said, the, the means to that end may be slightly different or significantly different, and we need to kind of ebb and flow with one another. And I think that's God's intention, Jim. Exactly. And again, a lot of these, what you would call millennials, I call creatives or prodigals, there are individuals that are so prodigious, such geniuses, so smart, that they're not always embraced by their teachers or the classroom. Yes. So they've gone to the Internet and they've played video games and all this other stuff in order to understand the digital realm. However, until they run into a rogue situation and come out asking for help, a lot of times they don't ask for us mentors. Yes. Now, having said that also, it's important to understand that they process at an extremely fast rate. We talked during the break. Basically, you and I might be able to pilot a Cessna. They can jump into a fighter pilot and just take off. A fighter plane, yes. Exactly. Jeremy, thoughts on that? Because you're, you're close to the, the heartbeat on that as well. Yeah, no, that, the biggest experience I, and the biggest advice I have really for everyone is just uh, our pride is what's in the way of that love. You know, it always yes. has been, always will be. And, and if we want to be moving into that love and obeying Scripture, it's really letting down our pride and saying, tell you what, I'm going to give you this room to run. I'm going to trust you with it. You show me with your facts that you can do what I'm saying better than what I'm saying, and I'm just going to absolutely suck it up and say you did it better than I could do it. Yes. Now let's move on. Okay. Now That's a hard thing to do. Now, you, you, <laughs> now what I'd like you to do, Jeremy, now as the voice of, of a millennial, I want, you, um, I want you as a millennial to speak to me as a mentor and, uh, and soothe my anxieties. <laughs> How would I advise the millennials to speak to their mentors? Yes. Tell you what, give me a limited run at doing this one job, this one area. Let me have it. Don't get in my way at all. Yes. And when I absolutely prove to you that I can nail that one piece, give me three more pieces yes. to that exact same area. Yes. Maybe it's photography. Maybe it's videography. Maybe it's operations. Whatever it is that we're doing together, just give me the one piece, but really get your hands out of the way and just trust me once and let me see what I can do. Okay, Jim, you're the mentor, and you've heard the millennial person say those things. What's your response back? Exactly the same thing. I'm going to prove to you how much I love you, which will energize your faith and give you the opportunity to take and run with this. I think I know how this can go, but I already know that you've got the baton, so you run the next leg. That's very good. You know, I'm a real student of King David and how he administered this kingdom. And I think there, there are a lot of things that are going on here. God says he's going to build again the tabernacle of David in these last days, Amos 9-11 and uh, Acts fifteen sixteen. And so I've done a lot of studying on how King David actually blended the different tribes together, the different age groups together. I mean, you know, uh, he was a master at doing that. And as a result of that, arguably, uh, the Davidic time frame in history was one of the strongest time frames of all Israel when King David was at the helm. And guess what? It's the son of David now and the sons and daughters of the son of David in these last days. So, but as I observed King David, I realized that he did things that were really tied to old school. I mean, he dealt very 
he was in, he was sensitive to the scriptural writings, the you know the Mose, the the Moses the Moses Pentateuch, and he was very strong in that. But his young bucks, his uh, uh, Haman and Jeduthun and Asaph kind of people, he goes here. Here are the basic ground rules that you have to be. Cons- Considerate of, but I want you to worship 20, worship the Lord twenty four seven, and uh, uh, and then he gave them he he had some basic rudimentaries on what what to do and what not to do, and then he said and go for it, and all of a sudden you had twenty four hours seven days a week worship and praise and a government that w- that made the enemies fear, and I think that's what God is, wants to do in these last days, but it's the conglomeration of the young and the old, the Jew and the Gentile, the bond and the free, the men and the women, the church people and the non-church people, the uh, word-driven people within the churches and the spirit-driven people within the churches all amalgamated together so it becomes one body. And then once that happens, look out world. And I think if we're making those strides in that direction, Holy Spirit is doing everything that he can do to merge those things together. Any thought, gentlemen? Real simple. When you allow intimacy and inspiration to come together, the idol of I dies. <laughs> the idol of I dies. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, my biggest thing I've always said, I've only been saved 13 years, and, yes. and uh, the biggest thing I've always said is I don't understand how everybody says I obey God, but I don't want to unify. Explain what you're saying there. I, I'm uh, the body of Christ. For the first 13 years, I kept going around. Everybody said, "Oh yeah, I follow the Bible. I do everything." And oh, yeah. really? Are we a unified church then? No. So what happened? Because I know for a fact I'm reading all this stuff that Jesus said for us to do, and I don't see anybody doing it. So what happened? My, and my. the beauty there, Kaz, is that Godspeed Magazine and what you're doing here. We're doing it on a national and accidentally global level. We got pulled into that. And you're doing it right here in town. And I'm yeah. from here in town, yes. even though I'm getting pulled to Washington, D.C. and everywhere right now all the time. But it's, uh, I love that we are walking in trying to simply obey because we love him. What do you think? God, do you think God is uh, preparing the way for some, one of the greatest moves of all time? Absolutely. For his, his all the we son have of to God's do, return. All we Absolutely. have to do is lay down our opinions and he'll give us the ideas and the inspirations. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. yes. Quick uh, information on how people can get a hold of you, Jim, and also you, Jeremy. Get ready. I'm going to ask Jeremy, you, you go first. Okay. You can find us at godspeedmag.com. Simply click on the word magazine. It will open the magazine. For note, the website is not the magazine. There's two separate things. When you're on the website, godspeedmag.com, click on the button magazine, and it will open up the actual digital magazine that opens individually for you to fit on 318 different device types and make your life easy. Very good, and Jim. with respect to me, the simplest way is jamesco.org and mastersministry.net. Very good. Now, I want each of you to assume different uh, positions here. As a millennial, I want you, uh, Jeremy uh, Lamont uh, of uh, speed, uh, Godspeed Publication, I want you to speak to the millennials, encouraging them in a, eh, half a minute or so, and you do the same thing for the other half a minute as a mentor. Encourage the mentors. I will. So you're encouraging the millennials. Millennials, here's what I have to say to you. We all need to find the value proposition in every single thing we're doing, driving directly out of business. We want to nail something, make something amazing. The key to taking technology and God's will and putting them together and having these amazing breakthroughs is to think of loving the people you are creating the technology for. Therefore, if you create things that blow our minds, everyone's minds, yet they do it 
service for the people who are going to receive them, the market, the people who are going to get your message are going to be loved in what they're doing, you will have taken and gone a direction that most of the companies and most of your competition and most of the people around you didn't take because they didn't follow God towards love. That's very, very good, Jim. You can also take a look at the kingschurchinternational.com and see how I work with people in that environment, but also to the pastors, I would say, very simple. Know everybody in your pew, what industry that they're in, what God has called them to do, and encourage them. That's right. To take that mountain for the kingdom of God. That's right. So you're an encourager and kind of a, 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 a mentor. We said the word before, a mentor. Exactly. So it's not all on anybody's singular shoulders except for the shoulder of the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. in his body. How wonderful and remarkable is that? Jim Teak, uh, appreciate you joining with, with me and Jeremy Lamont. Uh, it was great fun having a chance to dig into the depths and truths of the millennial group and the mentor group coming together in Christ. And Kaz, we can't thank you enough for holding down <laughs> the citadel so of truth. <laughs> oh, we appreciate Amen. that. So you know, grateful I'm, that you're it, doing it's unity. A pleasure. It's, a, it's a pleasure. You know, in the next segment, my friend, I, if you're a worshiper, you're going to love this because we have someone, Steve Ante. Some of you will know him. He's a worshiper, worship leader, and a worship mentor as well. But he's uh, talking to the younger people saying, you know, you've, you've uh, uh, spent time singing songs that everybody knows. How about some songs that God has given you as well? We're going to talk more about that and see how God is going to help you, my listening friend, revolutionize worship and uh, get find yourself just right intimately in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. This has come together San Diego, and we're going to have some more fun, so don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. God loves San Diego. This is AM 1210 K-Praise. KPRZ San Marcos Poway. A service of Salem Media Group. I'll tell the world. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor on AM 1210 K-Praise. I'll tell the world. And my listening friend, that's what we're trying to do. Tell the entire world what God is doing. And when the world realizes what God is doing, they're going to say, hey, I want a piece of this myself. And that's God's plan is to bring all of his kids unto him. You know, as a worship leader myself, I, I love the topic of worship. And anytime we have a chance on this show to bring in worship people or worship leaders, I try to do that so that uh, you, my listening friend, can get a sense of what God is doing in San Diego County as it relates to worship. And I think you'll be impressed uh, that, that God is bringing different people from different different uh, denominations together and worshiping together. But also, many people have said that San Diego has and is is establishing its own unique sound and so what we want to talk a little bit about today is that sound in San Diego, and a lot of that sound is tied to worship and praise. And one of the my favorite people to deal with that topic is my worship-leading friend, Steve Andy. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. I, I've been looking forward to this uh, one hour for a long time because you brought some guitars and some guitars and other musicians yeah. with you. We'll introduce them in the next, yeah. in the next segment. But uh, tell us a little bit about you and what gave you the heart cry not only for for worship and praise, but you're a surfing guy. You're a, a teacher. I mean, you've got so many different things going on. And when I say that you wear a lot of different hats, I'm being technical. You do wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. Well, God's given me just the blessing of, of seeing this incredible gift of the ocean. Yes. 
and and you see his beauty, his glory. As Every a surfer time you guy, paddle out yeah. on a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. And when you're out there, a lot of times you feel like you feel like singing because you want to express. Yes. When you're on a wave, you hear surfers hooting. And worship is is just something that that gives us this place to to express and connect with God, just like when you pull in a tube ride as a surfer. It, it, and surfing is is just a powerful place to to uh, connect with God. You know, people take walks on the beach; they they love to see the sunset, and we love to just give God praise when we're standing there, rather than just keeping our mouth closed to open it wide and He'll fill it. Yep. So you you do the surfing things. You've uh, been a competitive surfer for quite some time, but you mm-hmm. you realize when you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you're kind of blending all these things together using your surf love for surfing as kind of a springboard to introduce people to the Lord. And of course you Mm -hmm. may have a guitar or some other instruments handy. And all of a sudden they get to hear a a nuance of, of Mm -hmm. salvation that they hadn't heard before. And they hear it musically. And I've been surfing this place called the jetty. And I just released an album called surfing the jetty. And it's just uh, explaining the, the, the joy of, of riding a wave. And, and the, the difference with a surfer is that he can sit out there quiet and not talk to anyone. But my, my objective as a believer in Christ is to share that love with people when you're out in the water, to hoot for my friends when I see them <laughs> catch a wave, and to, and just to have an attitude of thanksgiving rather than complaining yes. about the waves and always griping about it. Just be thankful if it's flat, you know, if the waves are perfect, just just to be out there with with this attitude of thankfulness and writing songs sure. and just, just singing and shouting and yes, hooting. Yes, yes. And, but God also forms you uniquely because you're a teacher at heart as well. Right. And so what what age group are, have you traditionally well, I, taught? I, I taught uh, middle school, yes. elementary, and some high school. Yes. You know, computers, video, history, yeah. uh, music. And then I just retired from teaching yes. after 35 and a half years. <laughs> yep. So now God gave me a new life to, to go out. It's like being born again a, a third time, you know. <laughs> you get to go out and... and uh, now surf in the morning and then play music throughout yes, the day. Yes, yes. But some of the tools that he gave you as a teacher, you can apply as well. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can uh, go out and teach others about the incredible life as, as a Christian sure. and the joy that, that's there. And, and you also and know instantly how to uh, communicate with younger people because that was your, that was your profession for many right. years. Yeah, so you write, you write songs about it, like, it's a sunny day, hey, hey, I want to go outside. I love it. Eat some food, get out of bed, you know. <laughs> so just, we're going we're to talk a little bit more about that, but you brought your guitar and you brought your people as well. We're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about them as well. But you've done, I want to talk a little bit about your vision for using mm-hmm. worship and things. You're a mentor to many, we've used the word mentor in the previous segments quite a bit, but you are a mentor to other worship leaders and, and young people that uh, are doing worship sets in churches and things like that. What do you see as God stirring them that they may not have been prepared for in the past? I mean, how, how do you think God is broadening their tent pegs, if you will, Steve? Well, I think as a worship leader, it's not just to be done in the sanctuary. Yeah. Like God has this, this whole giant sanctuary when you go out into the public. <laughs> like last night we were, we were playing for the rock at this thing called the bonfire ministry yes. on Friday nights. And, and, we go out there and we just we sing. We we don't do all worship songs. We'll just do some some songs that uh, would encourage people, like a song called "Get Together," sure, an oldie, and then play these songs that that uh, make people encouraged about life. And uh, I want to see worship leaders not just keep it in the church, but take it out into the into the public, not yes. just at the beach, but it could be at a car dealership. It could be yeah. in the grocery store. Yeah. But not to just keep that 
that music shut up inside, but, but let it out and, and, and sing a new song yep. wherever you are. Well, and you say sing a new song. Sometimes it's uh, songs that are, are formerly on sheet music somewhere, but other times it's songs of the heart. You know, one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh, verses talks about speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and, and, and spiritual, spiritual songs. songs. You know, the church has the psalms and hymns things down pretty well. The right. psalms being, you know, the re, uh, singing the Bible verses. Mm-hmm. Or the hymns singing songs that have been published, uh, maybe that you've published or somebody else has published, and you sing those in a church environment. But the mm-hmm. spiritual songs—that's one 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 third of the three-legged stool—and <laughs> if you don't if you don't have that, you're you're kind of teetering back and forth. Yeah. So yeah. the spiritual songs uh, are what God, Holy Spirit, gives you from the heart. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people that are leading worship, they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah, it's scary. It it's is scary. scary. It's scary for people to play a chord and go, "What? Here's a chord," and then what do you do with it? Most songs are just a couple chords, yes. but you begin to just express what's in your heart. And you could play two chords, you know, we could just, we could write one tonight, you know, we could just start, you know, just start playing a couple Ooh, chords. I like it, Steve. You know, and just uh, just sing what's in our heart, you know. Can you hear that guitar? Ooh, like it. Come on, come on now, Kaz. I know, and I'll tell you what, we've got some other musicians here as well. We got about two more minutes so left in this good. segment, but we're going to just do this thing worshipfully oh, and see so where the Lord takes it. To be here giving praise, yeah, to God all the time, yeah, yeah. Just open the door of your heart. I like it. And you come and sit right down. So good, yeah. To be given love out loud And we praise you, God, right now With a new song, yeah We will wait for you We will wait for you, my Lord We will wait for you How long? Forever How long? Forever My listening friend, did you sense that God is doing something amazing right now? This is a radio that perhaps you haven't heard before, and we're going to be uh, spending some more time uh, dealing with this, and we're going to be introducing uh, a couple of uh, Steve Ante's cohorts and and, uh, their vision for what God is doing in worship and praise. I guess you can sense that God is doing some unique things, not only in this studio, but in your heart right now. (laughs) We're going to get into it more as we continue. So don't go away. Steve no, Andy no, no, and his no. team Just are going to be, back. <laughs> come on gonna back. be with us. So <laughs> don't go away and come on back. Come on back. Uh-uh. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 Cape Race. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Yes, indeed. We're back. And as I mentioned earlier, the scripture says to speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Steve Ante is with me. He's a worship leader's worship leader, but he has a few other worship leaders of worship leaders here. Why don't you introduce your peeps, and then we'll do a little bit of musical stuff and see what the Holy Spirit does. Steve Ante. These are my good friends I've been playing music with for quite some time. This is Matt Basson. Hello, Matt. Singing and hey, everybody. Cajon. And Gary Santopietro on Gary. guitars. <laughs> you know, 
we we did we did a lot of uh, you know we've done some worship together in the past and some twenty four hour kind of things. And when you guys came on, we just kind of handed over the baton. And I'll tell you what, the whole I think it was women's aglow, and the the women yeah. just went wild and crazy. And it, what a wonderful night we had worshiping the Lord together. So you you had there was a spontaneity that was going on there. And I, I one of the things I sense from you guys. Steve, uh, is spontaneity. It, you, there are a lot of songs that you do that people would recognize, but the spontaneity allows you freedom to go places where no one has gone before. Talk a little bit about that and incorporate your team in yeah. the conversation, Steve well, Ante. Well, the Bible does talk about singing a new song, yep. and it does talk about singing the old ones, too. Yes, yes. The old ones are great, but he says, sing, sing this new song, and, and God created us to create, to, to write something new. Yes. You know, not to just take things that have already been created, <clears throat> But to, to make something new out of nothing, something that wasn't there, and, and make a, a new song. And, and a lot of times we can do that with just when we're doing a sound check, when we're on the beach, when we're on a trip, when we're in our room by ourselves. Yes. That something happens where you get inspired to, to express. Yes. Just like you're with someone you love and you want to tell them that you love them. And you look out, especially in nature, when you see God's handiwork, and you, yes. want, you want to express and, and wow. do a new song. And, and just find a new way to, to express. And we get to do that with music. God's the one who made the yes. music to create. You know, it seems to me like a, a husband and wife, a wife doesn't get too excited if you go, honey, I love you, <laughs> and this is what I, you know, you're reading from a Hallmark card, That's for right. example. They want, even though it may not be exactly polished, it's right. the heart that really commands the attention. Honey, I love you more than I can say. You know, mm-hmm. when I see you, I think about blah, 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 blah. And the person, the, the wife just goes, yes. And so what Holy Spirit wants us to do is to be able to have that same freedom of expression, yeah. expression exactly. when we worship the Lord as well. Matt, do you, yeah. what do you well, think? Well, I, I you know, God is the ultimate creator, and we were created in his image. Yes. And mm-hmm. so uh, what a gift to humanity to be able to actually create something yes. that didn't exist before. Yes, Gary? Mm-hmm. You know, I just love being a part of uh, you know, working with Steve and because there's always been these little moments of freedom. Yes. And, you know, being able to do it going to like what we call a Selah moment, like, like instrumental mm-hmm. interlude, and then back. Or he may create, you know, some words on the spot. Mm. I yes. mean, but then also doing, you know, standard songs that have, of you course, know, of the course. words that are of course. familiar. So one of the things that we're going to do, Steve, is I, I want to set the stage for some other business that I have to take care of in this segment as well. My listening friend, I'm going to be giving away a four-pack of Padre tickets to the April 28th uh, Faith and Family Faith and Family Night at at, at the uh, Petco Park and the Padres are going to be playing against uh, the Mets. So at the end of this segment, I'm going to be giving mm-hmm. a phone number and the third caller at the end of this segment will get these four pack of tickets. So, but back to you, Steve, we're talking about songs and there's one, is, what's the name of the song? It's my, it, yeah, my this God, song is called my, my God. God. Here's, He's here's, so here's, good. here's what we, here's what we let's do. It started out familiar in the, the familiar song that you guys are familiar with, and it's somewhere within there, within the next couple of minutes, let her rip, let let Holy Spirit have His yeah. way. And if it, if the nuances of the lyrics change a little bit, let's see what Holy Spirit does. Isn't this exciting, my friend? Oh, Steve yeah. Ante and the team. My God is so. Yeah. Why you sing with us? But it up by yeah. Let's say, my God, he's so good. My God, he's so good. Yes, he you believe is. it? My God, he's so good. Tell him. 
my God, he's so good. Huh. My God, he's so good in the winter. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you have to do is call on my God. Yeah, oh. he's so good. Come on. My God, he's so good. How good? So, so good. So, so good. So, so good. Now I'm going to spend a little bit of time here doing a little bit of business, and then I'm going to let uh, Steve and the team uh, break it loose until the end of uh, this segment. But I'm giving away Padres four-pack tickets. The, f- the third caller beginning right now, beginning right now, the third caller, I'm going to give you a phone number, 866-K-Praise. 866-K-Praise. If you want to get those tickets to the uh, Padres-Mets game and in the Faith and Family uh, the 28th of April. I'll do it because there's going to be a music concert as well. And I'm going to give you the phone number again. And this is the third caller who calls in. Going to get the tickets. That phone number again is 1-866-K-PRAISE. K-PRAISE. The number 1-866-K-PRAISE. K-Praise. K-Praise, K-Praise, K-Praise. Call in and be the third person to call in. Yay! <laughs> Come and on. And get those tickets to the Padres versus the Mets. Just call on in. Oh, and the Lord says, call on me and I will answer you as well. I know your Ooh. number, yeah. <laughs> My God, he's so good. My God, Ooh, he's so good. We're going to be right back, but I want you to dial that phone number because a uh, good chance you could be the winner of this four-pack. He's so good. San Diego Padres versus the Mets on Faith and Family Night, My April God. 28th, next Saturday. So and I'm going to be good. there as well doing a live Winter. remote. Winter, so make that phone call and we'll ball. be... All you have Shoot. to do is call. <laughs> More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Thank you so much, my listening friend, for calling in for those Padre tickets. We have assigned a winner, and I'll be able to announce their name shortly. But we want you to know that uh, this is a whole hour tied to worship, but nuances of worship that perhaps you haven't thought about. Steve Ante, and introduce your team one more time, Steve. we got Matt the Sign. Hey, Matt. Gary Santos. And Gary as well. Gary and Matt and Steve. What a team. So we were talking during the break about... uh, uh, how to inspire people getting outside of the box. And Matt, you were talking a little bit. Why don't you, why don't you expand on that a well, little bit? Well, I was just saying that, um, you know, if, if Hillsong and Bethel had uh, not gotten out of the box, we wouldn't have any of that great music that we have today. Yeah. And so often people are just uh, hung up on 
playing or writing what sounds like what's yes. already out there. Yes. And uh, it, there's just so much great music. Um, I, I don't know how much you want me to elaborate on what we're talking about, but you know, my dear friend Ricky Andrade, who had a band called The Dance for Profits, one of the, the best song, singer-songwriters yes. I know of. And uh, I took his stuff back to Nashville and met with some of the top A&R guys, and they simply said, it's not in the box. It's, yes. it's you know, we have to have it uh, mm-hmm. cookie cutter. Well, you know, it seems to me like there's, first of all, uh, there's two sides to this equation. One is the preconceived notions of the people, like pastors or leaders who are facilitating this in their church environment. They say, it, it, you, exactly. you, you, you have uh, 20 minutes or 30 minutes to, to do worship, and uh, then you hand it back to me. And then, so from that side, pastors need to understand when Holy Spirit takes over. You, you want to have a, 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 a church environment where Holy Spirit is is uh, uh, administ- sure. administrating the whole thing and watch the people that come to the Lord. But the other piece of the equation is that uh, worship leaders may have a little bit more latitude than they think, but they feel more comfortable singing this song sheet. And, you know, a lot of times in a music bridge, you have an opportunity where there's no words there to break out into something and sing something else. And I've seen you do that as well. Uh, and as some people that don't have, some people that don't have the confidence to step out completely, they have those little nuances there. And all of a sudden, when somebody comes to them that was involved in the worship, they say, we've been singing this song for Three months now, I've never heard that lyric before, mm-hmm. and you have to smile and say, because <laughs> God just gave it to me, and right. it impacts their life. Want to talk right. a little bit about that, Steve? Yeah, well, you talked about uh, doing worship without the handlebars. It's <laughs> yeah. scary. It is Sometimes scary. You're, you're driving, and you can play it safe and keep your hand on those handlebars, but sometimes you take them off, and then you go, I'm going to go into this new place. And, and it happens in the music where you get to a certain place, and especially with, with, with close friends yes. where you can, you can create something together. Yes. And God speaks to all of us. We're all worship leaders, and God will will take a a place in the song, and then this incredible supernatural thing happens yes. when you break it down, and and you don't know, you don't plan it out. You know, you can have it on your set list, but you go, God, I just want to be led by your Spirit. Okay, and all of us are that way, and people can feel it. And we could play the chorus, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, or whatever, and do it exactly the way it was recorded, or whatever. But there's times when we step out of that box yes. into something new. And God's into that 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 fresh thing, just yes. like when we tell someone we love them. You want to say it with with something alive, brand you, new. Yes. You know, and that really is the key to life: to be led by the mm-hmm. Spirit rather than to just you know say, "Okay, I've got my plans, and this is what I'm going to do." Mm-hmm. But we have to be open, you know, for the Holy Spirit to say, "Hey, yeah, I know you're planning on going straight, but I got I have a left yes. turn right right up uh, around you know around the corner." And one of the things that happens, I think, as God. God's people realize this freedom. All of a sudden, God has his way in a church environment. All of a sudden, God has his way in your worship. All of a sudden, God has his way uh, with your interactions with other people. And when when God is doing his thing and Holy Spirit is working full force, kind of step out of the way and see what he does. And all you're there to do is augment it and maybe augment it with music or whatever. I'm going to throw a curve to you, Steve Andy, but I know that you can handle this. Okay, this song that you're going to be singing, I'm going to, I'm going to, here's my directive. I'll be the King David and you can be the ASAP on this direction. (laughs) This, this, this direction to you, Steve and and the team is I want you to create a song that encourages worship leaders to get out of the box. That's the song, Steve Ante and the team. Are you in key? Are you in E? E. Okay. I just wanted to know in case a harmonica appears magically. (laughs) Well, this song came out of a regular song. Yes. And in the, in the, in these chords. Yes. This, this song is for worship leaders, for the, the body of Christ, to just create something new. And it goes like this. 
One, 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 one way. 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 listening friend if you lead worship and God gives you a new song in the middle of the set just sing it out just sing it out loud strong and clear sing, sing it, it out to him right now just sing, sing it, it out to him so loud sing, sing it, it out Have freedom, freedom to sing a new song, freedom to sing what's in your heart and stop. Oh, 
If you want to discover how the Holy Spirit rocks, then my worship friends, get out of the box. Jump right get out of the box. Just jump right get out. Get out of the box. Just jump right out. Don't be afraid. No, 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 no. Just let it go. Sing what's in your heart. listening friend, Steve uh, Ante and his team. Uh, I love it, Matt and Gary. You're getting a little flavor of what uh, God loves to see. You know, the scripture talks in Jeremiah, I think it's Jeremiah 33 around there, it says, a song shall be heard in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, a song of joy, a song of gladness, a song of the bridegroom and a song of the bride. We we understand the song of the bridegroom. We sing songs to the bridegroom all the time, but there's also a song of the bride coming back. And so in a church environment, when, when it's, you know, we talk about psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We've got it, but when we allow Holy Spirit to take his role, he, you know, when we go, Lord, we love you more than words can say. And Holy Spirit says, well, that's good, but I have the words to give you today. And all of a sudden, (laughs) you realize that it's not you doing it. It's Holy Spirit directing the whole service. And when Holy Spirit takes over a service, look out. People are going to be saved. People are going to be healed. Whoa. all about. Yes, it is, Steve Ante. Matt and Gary. You know, when Holy Spirit takes over, no telling where something will go. And, you know, God's making a transition in San Diego County, and I believe he's making a transition in the worshipers and the worship leaders. And when we realize that God says, when he says, come boldly to the throne of grace, I think he means come boldly to the throne of grace. And when we realize that Holy Spirit is in control, Pastors are not threatened that they, they have to just do things according to what's written on their sheet. And worship leaders can take that song sheet and they may sing the first uh, verse of the first song and all of a sudden, Holy Spirit takes over and the church service becomes the service of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. People are saved. People are healed. Friendships are knit together. Joy. And all of a sudden, world look out because the church gets to be the church. Amen. The body of Christ. Right. Behold Amen. how we love. One another. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> that's where the life, the joy, and that's what the world needs, is to see God's love being poured out with yep. a new song. When people go, I want that. I yes, want to they be do. part. So may the worship leaders write some new songs. Yep. 
You know, in 1 Corinthians 14, it talks about when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a, uh, a, a word, a, a, a prophecy, an interp- a tongue, an interpretation. When you come together, the Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians 14, let all things be done into edifying. And when it happens, Scripture says there, when people come into an environment like that, they drop to their knees and say, of a truth, Ooh, God is with them. Wouldn't you like to have an environment where anytime somebody comes into the environment where you're worshiping and praising, they fall to their knees and say, of a truth, that's right. God is with them? Right. Oh, and I think that's what God wants to do that's right. to Y-O-U. That's what he wants to do <laughs> today. Yeah. You know... It's coming time where we have to take a break very shortly, but I'll tell you something, my listening friend. How are you getting a, getting a taste of what God is doing? He's doing this in San Diego County. Worshippers, he's doing that on your fingers as you're playing those guitar, strumming those guitar uh, chords, and on the djembe and and the uh, cajones as as he gives you a little a little different rap, for example. Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. Hey, my friends, this is Come Together San Diego, and I just wanted to give you a little touch of what happens when the Holy Spirit has his way. And we'll be right back. So don't go away. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise with Cass Taylor. And we're back. My friend, uh, I have that tingly feeling inside my heart as, as, uh, because the Holy Spirit is doing um, amazing things. And I, I, I trust that he's uh, stirring this up in you as well. We have Steve Ante, worship leader of worship leaders and kind of an instructor and a, an inspiration to a lot of other younger worshipers as well. And his team, uh, Matt, how do you pronounce your last name? Ba- Basson. Basson. That's how I would have pronounced it. So, and, and, and uh, Gary uh, Santo Pietro. Hey, you did it well. Come on. It's because yeah, I tried to... a tough name. I, I tried to do it, it my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed you've been pronouncing it wrong. I was at the break. Thank I'm, I'm going to help you as much as I can. <laughs> so, Steve, let's talk a little bit about uh, how, how you... Some songs that you have written, other people are, are using, but also the value of using scripture in song. I mean, yeah. a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, obviously... The Psalms is filled well, with this, the Song of Solomon. But uh, who's to say that you can't write a song from Scripture yourself yeah. and, and talk and, a little and, bit and about it? And we started that. doing that at The Rock. We had this program called the, the uh, ministry called the, the Iron Men, where they wanted us to memorize Scripture. And I go, how am I going to do these songs? And, and the first one was John fifteen five, And God said, I want you to put that to music. And then I, I ended up writing a song as at the men's retreat and played it for 400 men, and it changed their lives. In yes. five seconds, they start singing scripture verses and i have a whole cd with 21 songs like wow. that and it changes people because it's the word of god going yes. into their minds and their hearts rather than 
you know, the Brady Bunch or what yeah, songs exactly. from the you exactly. know, from all the TV programs yeah. we've watched. I, I've got a good friend. His name is Mick McCoy. He's not in San Diego anymore. But one of the things that he did, he created scripture and song. And I, I and oftentimes I find myself in a situation where you know I'd like to I want to quote a scripture to somebody, but I I wouldn't have known the, remembered the scripture, but I know the melody. Right. And as soon as I start singing the melody, it's I've got right. the scripture, and they go, "How did you remember that?" Yeah. Well, because. I, I love to worship, and that's a song. So talk that's a little the, bit. The, yeah. the Jewish people, they, they, they have done that yes. for centuries. But that, <laughs> they, they can memorize all these whole books of the Bible, and they put it to, to, to music. Yes, God yes, just yes. says, put it to a song. God's the one who created it, because exactly. we can't remember it otherwise. You put it to melody, and all of a sudden it's there for your whole life, and it'll change your life. So you got a, you've got a weapon to yes, fight the enemy, because yes. you've got the truth, the Word yes. of God that's living and breathing. It's, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, and it pierces. The division of the soul and the spirit yes, that joins yes, in tomorrow, yes. and there, there's just songs. So we've been writing a whole bunch of songs that way. And, and there was one in particular you wanted to bring to our attention. Divine. You want us to play? A you should you play a little piece yeah, of that thing, and let's like see this. what the Holy Spirit will do right in the midst of this one. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Ante and the team. I am the vine. You're the branches. Oh, gotta love it. <laughs> say I'm the vine. And I am the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. You are the branches. If a man remains in me, then I in him, he will bear much fruit. I am the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. You are the branches. If a man remains in me, then I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me. You can do nothing, John 15, 5. Yay! So good! Some trust. Some trust in chariots. Some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord. God Psalm Psalm 27 Shout this out Jesus 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 May the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching yes. and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Last time. And I am the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. You are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. And I am the vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. You are the branches. If a man remains in me, then I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. Thank you, Lord. You're so good, God. I love it, Matt, <laughs> Gary, Steve, Ant, Steve Ante. 
I love Thank it. You, brother. I love it. You know, my listening friend, God is doing some major things. And when I had, I had a persuasion that God was going to move in San Diego, but I've had this persuasion for over 30 years, in all honesty. And every time I, I look around and I see pieces of that t- take the surface, and then it kind of goes back to the norm again. Now I think there is a critical mass going on. And I think originally I thought it was going to be le- leading through the pastors. And then I said, no, maybe because the pastors would get together for like uh, a season and then they go back to their own church things. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, maybe it's not the pastors. And I, I, when I started studying the Tabernacle of David, I realized that the whole government that had happened in King David's day, the whole kingdom and the whole power came through 24-7 worship. Mm-hmm. And I realized that worship really is the key. Right. So I began, uh, you know, you and I met a, dec- a couple decades ago, maybe, <laughs> and because it was through worship. And I, I realized that worshipers are going to hold the key to what God is doing, worshipers, prayer people, and pastors, and uh, different leaders, and so forth. But if you don't have a strong foundation of worship and praise, then everything dissolves. Mm -hmm. But if you maintain that uh, uh, strong uh, worship and praise, and especially, as you say, Steve, if you attach... Uh, scripture to the the songs there you you got it you got the word and the song look out world you know Kaz, that's, that's yes that really is the key the intimacy with jesus if yes. you, it's like um you know people that work out they say if you're if you're not if your upper body's not getting stronger <laughs> hit your legs yeah right and with every with in the spiritual word world it uh the key is the intimacy with jesus yes. you know taking time out getting up early in the morning and and just pressing in and, and <sighs> spending time right. with them and then like Miles yes. always says, you know, prayer is the spiritual yes. dynamite yes. that obliterates wrong thinking and strongholds. Ooh, I think we're going to do a song that you haven't even sung before. We're going to do it right now. Just give a chord progression. We're going <clears> to. <throat> I think we're going to be inspired as we uh, begin to close this show. The whole thing is going to be on intimacy with God, and out of intimacy with God springs worship and praise. And there's going to be a song that comes forth, dealing with. Intimate relationship with the creator of the universe, Father, Son, and the Holy One. We sing praises to God, our King. Praises all the earth. Sing praises (laughs) to God, our King. Sing praises. We sing praises to God our King, sing praises all the earth, sing praises to God our King, sing praises, yeah. You know what happens, my friend? You begin praising the Lord one with another, and all of a sudden, all the anxiety that you had, it melts away. And I think there's a song that says, and the things of earth shall turn strangely dim, in the light of his glory and grace. My worship leading friends, you have a key, you have a tool that you can implement and change other people's lives just by being obedient and singing what God tells you in the heart from the inside out. A new song. My worship friends, be willing to sing that new song. Come together, San Diego. Sing a new song. Has reached... Sing a new song. Has reached the end of the hour. Sing a new song. But it shouldn't stop you. All the earth. From being all you've been called to do. My listen, friend, I want to thank Steve Addy and the team, Matt and Gary, 
for coming and showing us what inspiration in song sounds like. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if people want to get a hold of you, Steve, and find out more about this, maybe some tutelage that you have. Yeah, just how, go how to uh, steveanty.com. We have a website. It's Ooh. A-N-T-T-I. steveanty.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and go there. Guys. We've got about 10 albums of music. We've been writing songs for quite a few years. Yep. And we're not done yet. No, no matter how old we get. Shoo. Until God says, take your last breath, we're going to keep writing new ones. And I want to encourage worship leaders out there to start writing. Yes, yes, yes. And not write only, but record it and play it in your church. That's right. Start playing. Exactly. And my listening friend right now, you know, this is Saturday evening. Guess what tomorrow is? My worship leading friends. Many of you are leading worship in your churches. Tomorrow, here's what I encourage you to do. During a music bridge somewhere in a song, I want you to launch out with whatever Holy Spirit tells you to do and see what Holy Spirit does. He may administer healing like you wouldn't believe. You may see people falling to the floor because Holy Spirit is stirring them in a way, falling to the floor because you have unlocked the door, have unlocked the door. It's time for us to go. Thanks for joining us on Come Together San Diego. We'll be back next week broadcasting from... Petco Park, yeah. 5 to 7. We love you, and thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210 K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.